1: Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb.
0: Boomer again. 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 We're back again. Yeah, the very I, first time this week. I, we a little bit late because, you know, we're like old and stuff. Yeah.
1: So, I just want to let you know, no matter how depressed you get, because you're depressed all the time,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you like say, you know, like, we're doing really crappy and everything, and that the world, you know, sucks, and, you know, America's going to hell, and all that stuff, right?
0: In a handbasket, yeah. Yeah, okay.
1: Well, from, now this is CNN, so uh, they've had stuff, but this isn't really news, so I I, I just. I, Nothing I, on
0: CNS, CNN is really well, news.
1: This is really not news, but this is just a like a, a, a thing here. CNN dubs the world's hardest dish. Stir-fried stones are China's latest street food fad dubbed the world's hardest dish, literally traditional stir-fry for stones as a key ingredient sparked culinary curiosity on Chinese social media. Patrons are supposed to suck on the small stones to relish the rich, spicy flavor of the dish which origna- originated in the eastern province of Hubei. there and then they de- suck the flavors off the stone and spit the rocks out. Um,
0: Nah, dude. You better Somebody tries me. to feed me that soup. I got some stones for you right here you
1: better, you better put some damn chicken or something in this you got a dog available or anything
0: yeah they're all hanging in the butcher shop window but you gotta buy them though I'm like what the hell? oh my God That's I was kinda... so close to getting a dog today oh my God my friend Craig uh his friend can't keep their dog uh it's all trained and everything it's only six months old it's like an Australian Shepherd mix and uh, I commented right away and tagged his name in the post because only three comments were on there and then I go and look at the comments the first comment on the post from 20 minutes after he put it up was his wife saying him and his daughter would love a dog <laughs> so my excitement boom kicked kicked in the chinese cooking stones
1: again it was probably it was a probably a blue australian sheepdog how pathetic
0: (laughs) (laughs) hey ledwin how are (laughs) you don't forget to go check out uh raid of the white leopard now live and funding exclusively on fundmycomic.com
1: yeah i've actually been looking at the fund my comic a lot more lately i uh I keep uh, scaling back my uh, buy list of modern comics. Um,
0: and being like, I still want to read good comics, but there's not that many uh, of them left.
1: I am a little excited about the new Thor series coming out. They got mm-hmm. Donny Cates off of uh, both Hulk and Thor, so hopefully they will return to the greatness that they once were.
0: They, There were a couple books that came out this past week. Because uh, I follow uh, my boy, Chris, over at uh, Lost in Comics yeah. on YouTube. And like, like me, he's on like every stupid platform like TikTok. So he does like all his short form videos on TikTok and then shares them all, out to all the other platforms. Uh, so he shares like his pull list. And then after he reads the book, he'll make like another short video. Uh, and given an, you know, gives out like all all the credits and why you liked it, and this is the pick of the week. Boom. Sometimes it's too close to call, and there's two picks of the week. But, um, I guess Wonder Woman 800 came out this week. Yes. And there's like some big key in it, which I'm like, I just like like the big number books like that. I I I've got like a Wonder Woman 700 somewhere. Yeah. Uh And. And there were a bunch of them because it was, you know, all that stuff was coming on the on the coattails of Action 1000 and then Detective 1000. Holy crap, Phil. Phil Man X is a is a colorist. He uh, he does uh, quite a bit of work here and there for uh, Silver Line Comics.
1: Oh, sweet. I mean, I looked, like I said, they got, and then 80% of my full list is Marvel, but it's starting to, it's starting to skew a little off. Um, like I got in the new uh, Brave and the Bold by Bat, uh, Batman book. I uh, It was a new number one. I bought it. Cover was awesome. I mean, it was, it's damn near worth the cover, just to frame and put up. Um, I got the new, uh, like the Hulk annual come in. And it's got a. Uh, I was reading the front of it. It said it had a backup story for the new Hulk series that's coming out.
0: Yeah, um, that came out. That came out Wednesday.
1: Did it? Okay, I didn't get it oh, yet.
0: I I saw the. I cover. did not a, have a comic shop. It was a. It was a cool cover. I just saw it from Chris's pull list. Um, it's like a big close-up of the face, but it's like light green gamma energy making the face, mm-hmm. and then it's got like the the radioactive symbols in the eyes. Well, I mean, like diluted out, like, like the explosion. I mean,
1: I don't want to, I I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to, 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 I mean, I've been reading the Hulk since like 88 or 87 continuously. I have not missed an issue. Okay. It's been my top of my poll list for a long time. Now it has dropped. There have been times where it has dropped like way down in the read list. But it's usually pretty pretty close to the top, and uh, I mean I don't want to say I feel sorry for Donnie Cates having to follow Ewing after he left the book. But the Immortal Hulk run was just one of the best runs on the Hulk in years. Mm-hmm. I mean, now, ended, it, it, yeah, it kind of yeah. ended kind of pooey. but yeah. that you know that you know you can't keep that quality up for fifty issues. It's like the Brew- Brewbreaker run on freaking. You know, Daredevil, Anything. Cap, or mm-hmm. the Bendis run on Cap. Or not Cap, but the Bendis run on Daredevil. You can't keep that quality up. It's going to die off.
0: Yeah, I can't keep that quality up for more than five minutes. Oh, my God. She says it's more like two, but... Yeah. Pay, is uh. it quality? <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> well, About 30 years ago, it used to be quality. Now it's just, it's there. <laughs> Oh my god.
1: But uh
0: it uh choke, choke it on your sweet tea.
1: Uh unsweet tea actually today. Oh. Yeah, I'm pulling a Yankee. Um but uh the the thing is is it's just I don't know. It, it, he just went such a radical departure from what the book was and
0: he did his, he did his stupid crap on it, yeah.
1: But see, the thing is, is you remember the, the you remember the uh, Thanos run he did a couple years ago, yeah. And a couple years for us is like ten, so I mean, it, it's a while back.
0: Yeah. So that 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 whole thing was based around Cosmic Ghost Rider. Yeah, um, well, just, the whole it, just, it
1: wasn't based around Cosmic. Ghost It wasn't Ghost Rider, based around
0: it, that, but he brought it into.
1: Yeah, Cosmic Ghost Rider was in like thirteen
0: or whatever it is. Yeah, to, to pump it back up, and I'm like. And I'm like, you guys are going, this thing looks stupid.
1: Yeah, but you know, the, the series even, overall was mine,
0: Back in the 80s, uh, I thought that first issue of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles looked stupid, too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And we don't even talk about stupid as far as Punisher. Cosmic Ghost Rider is pretty decent compared to the, and and God bless his heart, because we all love him. But the Bernie Reichston Angel Punisher with the wings and the laser guns from from jesus Mm -hmm. no that was the dumbest idea
0: um that was the dumbest idea until they came up with the we're gonna put this soy boy tattoo on your chest instead of the skull because we don't like how these people use the skull they wear the skull pins with the american flag on them and we don't like that So we're going to put this stupid dime store tribal tattoo on your chest and you're not going to use guns anymore. You're just going to use swords. I'm like, what was this? A meeting between Todd McFarlane and Warner brothers about not putting guns in their figures anymore.
1: Well, and I didn't read all of that. And I heard some people say it was decent, but now from what, from what I've gathered at the end, you know, they completely ruined him because they, you know, he gets his wife back and his kids back. They cucked him yeah and then they they kill him and or something and then they leave his ass because I, I you know, think he he's kills terrible
0: himself. I didn't read it so I don't know for sure I'm like uh for most guys that would your your dead wife of 30 years comes back to tell you she never died your kids never died and she's been banging other guys this whole time cheating on you uh and now I'm divorcing you and taking all your money No,
1: that would have been and now the killing starts <laughs>
0: yep uh first i'm gonna murder my my slut of a wife and then i'm gonna use my my skills to uh find every single guy she's talked to in the last 30 years and they're going for a car ride right?
1: i i just i don't know the story just didn't it, it wasn't me and now uh they're relaunching daredevil too but like now daredevil's in a white angel suit or some crap i don't know Uh, because i'm behind on daredevil and trash i just want i don't
0: know but on the plus side a brand new jeff lemire series started this week which one uh i think it's coming out of either image or image skybound um and it's called Tenement.
1: I'll have to look it up. I missed that one.
0: Well, it just came out this week, so.
1: Oh, okay. Well, cool. Um, yeah, I'll have to check that one out. I'm uh,
0: like, it's a mayor book. It's gonna be good.
1: Yeah, I mean, damn near anything he's done is good. I've read a bunch of his stuff. That's what we need to do one day too. Do his like the freaking Moon Knight series he did it was amazing.
0: But yeah. Oh, once, uh, once I figured out that uh, Moon Knight wasn't Marvel's Batman, yeah, it was just like some delusional psychopath with like 3,000 personalities. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't like this because you wanted any- Marvel's Batman, huh? <laughs> I wanted Marvel's Batman. Turns out that I already had that it was Daredevil. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well the thing is is he's if you really read the early stuff like the the early uh synchet stuff, when he shows up and I mean let's let's be honest, until sink Evitts come into his own, he was a Neil Adams clone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you know, he was right there. I mean, they, they the art was so good. It looked like Batman. And a lot of the stuff that Moon Knight was doing is some of the stuff that, that Batman does. You know, the whole Matches Malone and and what's what are the other personalities he does three or four times? He does Matches Malone. Oh God, I'm I'm I can't even remember them all now. But you know, he's you know dresses up and all that, and that's the same thing that Mark Mark Spector was doing. You know, he's he's the, he's the cab driver, he's the weapons dealer, you know, and then secretly he's Moon Knight. Um, And then as it progressed, you know, no, no, these are all separate identities because he's been pretending to be these people so long now that he can't tell what the hell's real and what's not. Um, That's the thing about the Lemire book that was so good. If you read the Moon Knight Lemire series, it's got three or four different artists on it. okay? And each artist does a different version of Moon Knight. So, like, if if he switches personalities, then you get a different artist. So, the book actually looks different every time he switches personalities. And you have to, I mean, it's just, it's amazing the way they did it. It would be almost like having different filmmakers, you know, direct
0: different parts of the movie. I I remember I I picked up, like, the new Daredevil about 10, 11 years back. They just relaunched it. Uh, again, not Daredevil, uh, Moon Knight, yeah. And I picked it up to check it out because uh, he was like beating up like the X Men and uh, in the Avengers in the book, yeah. And then then the owner of the shop goes, You know, none of that actually happens, it's all in his head,
1: yeah. That's what do you the, mean it's
0: all in his head he goes,
1: That's the bend. Oh, run. you
0: don't know, you've read, you've read Moon Knight, I don't know for years, and and you have no idea that yeah. he's got multiple personality disorder I'm yeah like, oh shit you
1: yeah that's the done. bendis run yeah where he's like he's just talking to spider-man and talking to captain american he's talking to all these people i have i read it recently and he's talking to all these people and nobody's there he's just talking to himself uh,
0: i get worried because uh a lot of my high school years were were basically that Were <laughs> that yeah, Dammit. I was talking to the comic book characters that I was reading like every day, as I was walking home from school. And people were like, "Man, well, don't look at him. He's a ginger. He'll steal your soul, and he's nucking futs." What would a uh, What would Cap do in a situation like this? Uh, I would start singing "Captain America hurls his mighty shield from the '60s" and then hit somebody <laughs> with my backpack because <laughs> I ain't got a shield.
1: Because you don't have a shield. <laughs> And garbage can lid. He's used that in in times oh, of need. Oh, yeah. Damn it. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 67. This was your pick last week because uh, we lost another great. Uh, jazzy John Romita has left us. And he's left a hell of a legacy.
0: Why couldn't it have been Junior? He forgot oh how God. to draw.
1: Come on now. We're being mean, <laughs> But All right. uh d- dude now I'm gonna tell you the cover is awesome, but yeah. it's a little you know it's kind of a little freaky it's like with giant hands and Spider-man and everything else uh this was from what 60 uh, like 65 66 mm-hmm. I think so yeah. Of course the copy in here says 2014 but it's not.
0: The and uh,
1: this is obviously a second part. So if you ever go to buy this book, remember, you need to buy 66, too.
0: Yeah. Just remember, whenever I pick a book, it's probably dead in the middle of a storyline.
1: <laughs> Damn it.
0: Why'd you pick this book? Well, I was kind of flipping around, looked like a cool cover.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: There it uh, is.
0: Yeah, I almost had my hands on this book for like 50 bucks, like 15 years ago. And somebody else, you know. I'm kinda paying.
1: shocked it's that much. I mean, I don't know why it's that much.
0: I, I'm sure I was probably overpaying.
1: But, yeah. Um you know,
0: it, it was it was in like really good shape. It was probably like an eight oh or above. Yeah, really? So
1: So that you're you're paying for a condition.
0: I was paying for condition. Yeah. Cause uh if, if I was just, I've got a, uh, like, our small group in the town that I grew up in, uh, we've lost a couple of friends that have passed away over the years. Our friend Mark passed away earlier this year. He was another huge comic head. Uh, and our friend Eric, when I was still in rehab, had passed away from complications of the flu. Um, and uh, so there were, like, five of us that were all, all like, you know, super comic book nerds yeah and they're they were all like a year or two older than me um tony likes to buy quantity uh above quality yeah so because he's going to read all the books so sometimes uh it might look like um somebody took their books mudding with them over the weekend to the local watering hole and then hung them on the clothesline to to hopefully have all the mud fall off him, and uh, he'll pick them up for like five bucks for the box. Uh, yeah, because he just wants to read. He just wants to read them, you know. So, but he's got you know he's a he's a huge uh, Namor fan. He's uh, got a good know, taste. Un, un, until the movie came out with the, the, uh, uh,
1: the Black Panther the,
0: with with yeah with uh, uh, as I called him uh, Gaymore. <laughs> And he's in trouble with the law, too. No,
1: he's not, is he?
0: Yep. Oh, Lord. Him and Kang doing hard time together. Both of the same, Domestic. Both of them.
1: I just didn't get the way they, they changed the look. So, I mean, it's, I mean, I fussed about Jason Momoa and, you know, his, you know, not having the blonde hair and the whole nine yards for aquaman but then namor all of a sudden is you know a mayan prince you know i just don't get it
0: and you know basically have all the magical might of Arion, lord of atlantis and that's not even from their universe no no so well i thought this was cool i've always liked mysterio and really yep just the just the costume. He used to freak me out when I was a kid, because the uh, the pieces that held his cape onto his chest looked like eyeballs. eyeballs. So yeah. I thought his eyes were down in his chest. I thought it was like an an Arnhem Zola thing. And like <laughs> no, his head's under the fishbowl.
1: Yeah, his head's under the fishbowl. Exactly.
0: You know, DC had Clayface who was you know theatrical. and and marvel had mysterio who was a special effects wizard which reminded me a lot of the movie fx from like the 80s and 90s there yeah and uh but this book read like an episode of the 68 spider-man cartoon
1: a lot of it did and i i was watching that a while back actually because i just got a copy of, i just got the five disc set i was watching it um and my kid's like dad why in the hell are you watching this i'm like because it's the six this is the cartoon series i watched that that caused me to love spider-man it's amazing the animation is terrible you know but you know he's you know he betty bryant's looking for him and everything else and he's out trying to just like take pictures of himself for his only fans page I mean, it's amazing. Oh my god! <laughs> Damn it! But yeah, you did. You picked up a a, a so trapped in the mad in, in the madly murderous Mysterio. Our hapless web swing suddenly regains consciousness, only to find that he has become six inches tall. Then he's trying to squash me. Yep, <laughs> you did. Second part. <laughs> No wonder it's great. Look who did it. Stan Lee, writer, Johnny Ramita, writer and, and artist. Or Jan- Stan Lee and Johnny Ramita, writer and artist. Jim Mooney was the embellisher, and it was lettered by Artie Schmeck. So, embellisher, is that going to be the colorist, or is that going to be the anchor? Anchor. anchor.
0: They started so who- doing that because of uh, Jilton Joe Sonat there, and um- he would end up uh not just inking the book but he would end up doing the you know finishing the begun artwork on many a panel yeah so you know even though he had you know he he had thousands of inking credits uh a lot of the times they would just be embellisher because yeah he, he made the work look better neil wasn't having a good day and yeah. and joe joe fixed that for us so
1: well, I mean now so my 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 thing here, so is did uh who's our colorist? Or have we just not not got a, a named colorist?
0: Probably don't have a named colorist. Uh as the embellisher, he might have done both though. He might have embellished, inked, and colored. Yeah.
1: But yeah, we see uh it starts at, okay. Go ahead. Who's your favorite Spider Man artist? <sighs> Um, you can say John Ramita. I, I won't hold it against you.
0: Uh, well, I love John on Spider-Man, but um, yeah. Who was it that started the uh, Peter Parker Spectacular run?
1: Who was it that started it?
0: Like, who did like the first few issues art-wise?
1: I'm not sure. Let me look it up.
0: Because Spectacular was the first I bought the actual number 1 issue off the spinner rack when I was a
1: kid. Oh my god, dude, that's it's such a good book. With him yeah. uh he fights the tarantula in there.
0: Yep. And the first few issues were great. They were like, you know, uh oh dude I, i've got the first like
1: 100 issues of that that book i mean i don't know how you that's good uh you did key second ongoing series god dude it is raining so bad now i
0: can hear it
1: you can hear it
0: i can hear it very very lately i can hear it so it's going to be like pounding on your on your house so
1: yeah yeah well i sent you the pictures the other day and it was just oh yeah it was crazy Right. Believe it or not, I'm actually having an issue finding this. Oh, here it is. Uh, it is... Sao Bashima. Here we go. Sao That is That is a, an acceptable answer. Sao Bashima was amazing. Inks by... But now... Esposito is their, our anchor. He probably helped it along a lot, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Ramita is the classic Spider-Man artist. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think he's better than Ditka. Ditka had that style to him. He had that look. And I think Ditka's work on Doctor Strange is better than his work on Spider-Man mm-hmm. for the most part. Because the work on Doctor Strange is just so freaking out there, um, and but the Ramita is just such a classic Spider-Man. Um, dude, I I almost want to say.
0: And off of off of Ramita Spider-Man, um, Joe Sinat modeled his. Uh, Newspaper ASM strip after Ramita's work. Did he? Yeah, Ramita did some of the did some of the strips too. Huh. But for like the last five or ten years, that that was a comic strip in the papers. Uh, Joe Sinat did them all. I didn't know that. There was something I didn't know when I was uh, researching the uh, that big uh Batman Dailies collection because I, I never knew there was a Batman comic strip in the newspaper because it's before me. Yeah, uh,
1: way back I, in the day.
0: Yeah, and also back in the day there used to be a Star Trek comic strip like in, oh, limited, really? in limited run. Yeah, so somewhere there's a collection of Star Trek Dailies. I did not know that. I knew about the Superman Dailies. That was like a no-brainer. You know, there was never a Superman comic strip in in my local papers, but they released them in the uh, in kind of like the same format as that uh, that gangster uh, Batman book we read. Yes, oh, that's cool. That would be really cool. Yeah, because doing it that way, it released it as like because the longer pages and the narrower. Uh, with a, a little bit of blow-up of the of the panels for retouching and everything, and then they you know <coughs> they put them in there, so you get like a, a strip per page, and you flip the page and you create another strip, and it just keeps going.
1: Huh? I know they did. They did a Conan strip too. I don't know if you knew that a Conan dailies. No. Yes, Bushima did it. Thomas and Bushima Conan dailies. Um, yeah it was like it was only i think it went like two or three years it wasn't long but it was cool all right so to squish a spider he's trying to squash me and spider-man jumps out of the way um this is one giant fight dude this Mm -hmm. whole book is a fight except for except for as the book says when we have our soap opera here in a little bit you know um, we see Mysterio here just swinging left and right at Spider-Man and he's like you know how did it happen how did he make me so small minutes before he hit me uh, with that weapon of his this was just a tabletop model of an amusement park now possible it seems that everything has become life uh, life size except me <laughs> except him bewildered Spider-Man good that's just the way I planned it <laughs> What's chance as a six-inch nobody against the mystic fight of Mysterio? that's what I've been wondering. I do, I, it's been a while since I've read some really old Spider-Man. I do like the panel layouts. He's mm-hmm. got such good, you know, you can see the, everything's off balance here. You know, he's, you know, you've got your hit square you know now he's he's moving left and right um and then as you read it on as you read this story what's cool is so spider-man keeps you know he's he's getting out of the way you know if you wonder why i've you know he jumps at mysterio who disappears you know if you wonder why i've concealed myself i'll set your doubts to rest you know merely crushing you is almost too easily first i'll mystify you to the point of madness um and Spider-Man's like, you know, hey, it will be laughable, but he means it. Uh, <laughs> you are undoubtedly unaware. I'm merely toying with you, but you never know when uh, my, my real attack will be launched. As he just, just, just jumping around because Mysterio keeps swinging at him? Perhaps your time is now. Not if I can help it. That's a cool panel. Mm-hmm. Um, can't he stay He does
0: looking. the Hulk clap.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Splap. <laughs> this is cool too. Um, make it through this doorway. This is kind of, this kind of starts to show you something's wrong. He says, Everything in here looks so real, so authentic. Mysterio's a genius to get such detail in an object the size of a doll's house. What's this? Something's dropping from the series, the ceiling, and it's all the mirrors come down. It's a trap. I'm here. Um, You know, though villains would do a lot better if they just quit spilling the damn plans. You know, did these did they not watch the freaking Incredibles? You got me monologuing.
0: (laughs) The Incredibles, Batman,
1: (laughs) yeah, anything, yeah. Uh, the wheel marrows, the mirror, the mirror walls are moving. They're going to group themselves into a circle. If I can't break free, I'm done for. And then call it extrasensory perception. Call it fantastic coincidence. Call it what you will. But that very moment, the home of elderly. I love how they always make us know elderly. May Parker. Peter, where are you? She's she's hallucinating. <laughs> and uh, there's a. Uh, mrs watson anna yeah what is it it must have been a bad dream i feel that peter's in some sort of terrible danger it'll be all right the doctor's arriving soon to give you your medicine
0: so you know it's old there's house calls uh and uh this was at a time where may had had a series of bad uh heart attacks so yeah
1: was it that was that what was she had a heart attack from her nerves yeah um yeah of course you know and then here it is you know the doc shows up what happened to the door no wonder poor miss parker's nerves are shot where's Mm -hmm. that footloose nephew of her and that there that shows you how old it is footloose footloose (laughs) yeah footloose
0: no this is and fancy
1: free yeah this is way before the freaking movie people <laughs> yeah, he's it, never here when he's needed
0: it was about 25
1: years before that movie <laughs> yeah petey broke it broke the door last issue when he raced in upon hearing the anguish cry of his aunt may remember no i don't we uh will you will didn't have us read that issue <laughs> no nope. doctor i'm here so glad you're here May's been feeling poorly again. I know, but I'm all right. And he's just like, let me be the judge of that. Now he'd be like, all right, cool. You're feeling all right. Let me fill out the papers. That'll be 37.50. Uh plus deductible.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's 37.50 before the decimal point.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh you mustn't let these things upset you. The slightest strain of a bit of tension can bring you on another attack. Wasn't it like isn't it like issue 33 where he almost gets killed trying to get her medicine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh my like God. He's like swinging all over
0: town trying to pick up her prescriptions. Yeah. He's getting attacked.
1: <laughs> exactly. Damn you, CVS. And each new bout leaves you weaker than the last. Uh,
0: but on the plus side, he ran out of web fluid, but he got to use the CVS receipt to swing home on. <laughs>
1: He didn't save the coupons for later. <laughs>
0: nope.
1: <laughs> Had to use them somehow. Of course, now this does show you. I'm like, I was reading it and I'm like, my God, May is in terrible shape. Because he's like, for a moment, I considered sending you to the hospital for complete rest and isolation, but I'd rather not move you right now and we'll leave you as they are. You know, she's so weak and in such poor ass shape he can't even send her to the hospital Mm -mm. we're just going to try and treat you here if you need anything you know whatever don't worry doctor i have my dear friend anna and of course my devoted nephew peter devoted and and you know she's having a nervous breakdown he's devoted he's never here he's the best nephew in the world that useless teenager.
0: Yep. <laughs> got has been killed and everything.
1: Yep. is um, <laughs> there anything I should do. <coughs> uh, no, she's just very weak. She must be shielded from worry and sudden shocks. The best therapy would be more frequent visits from that flighty nephew of hers.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. Soap opera time's over back to the old crew callous outside world. And here's Jay Jonah. Of course, you know, wanting his name to a fit, Spider-Man. Yeah, he's throwing a fit. I love, this was kind of cool. I want a follow-up story. I want news, Robertson. News, N-E-W-S. I know how to spell, JJ, but no one can write it up until it happens. See, we don't make the news. We report on it, buddy.
0: <laughs> Opposed to uh, this decade where they just make stuff up and hope it's true. Yeah. Uh, where is spy and what's so funny is the way he's drawn he's
1: there's no one there and he's ranting and raving with his hands mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah well you yeah. know german is Italian he he talks with him
1: yeah where wheres spider-man where's mysterio this is a newspaper why can't I get any news when I want it? <laughs> well they haven't
0: invented the internet yet jonah
1: yeah listen to jonah it's the end of the world he's waiting for a report about starrand and mysterio um i better i better hope you don't learn anything ned so you won't be too late uh betty you better not be too sweet on his ass he's gonna go crazy later on i think i'll give him a ring Mm -hmm. oh dude i even read this too your here's your story name drop i wonder if captain stacy has any new theories yep yeah he's got some theories they're Mm -hmm. they're not gonna be good but yeah so meanwhile now we're back at the carnival uh and mysterio is just huge he's like freaking godzilla over the damn ferris wheel um the walls are closing in on you they're made of glass your super strength can shatter them, but perhaps I should warn you. They're coated with a film, thin film of poison. The slightest scratch would mean farewell, Spider-Man. And I can't break a mirror without getting scratched, or so he thinks. This is kind of smart. He, so then he uses his webbing to slow him down, like the gears. Yeah. And it webs up his arms, so he can actually break the mirrors and try and get through without getting scratched.
0: What would have been but, smarter is if he had webbed up his hands as well.
1: As well, exactly. Uh, but, you know, if Mysterio had never bothered to open his damn mouth and tell him there's poison on the glass, and he broke it, he would have died. He would
0: have just, just been, died.
1: It would have been the end of the series. Very clever, but I don't think yep. that'll save you. ASM-68
0: would have continued this story. A uh, fu- funeral for a, a friend. Well, You know, a fu- funeral for a friend Uh <laughs> May drops dead of a heart attack, which he finds out that he really is Spider Man.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Thirty years, thirty years too
1: soon. And 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 Betty's like, "Oh my God, I, I could have been dating Spider Man all along." I'm mm-hmm. being pulled down into a powerful undertow. So now he's in water, and this is cool. The whole the the panels moving. Yeah, he's being pulled down into it and then he you know he finally comes back up it's really great art I mean it really it really is
0: when I was looking at this page I almost started singing the theme to land of the loves oh
1: God (laughs) not with the sleigh (laughs) stacks the current must be taking me somewhere it won't waste time I'll carry. so he just lets it carry him along until he gets you know kind of comes out of it but then there's you know once he gets out some damn monster with a snake house of horrors there's a dark blade. I can sense it swooping towards me, and of course he dodges out of the way. This is cool too. He grabs onto the damn axe when it comes back up, and it picks him up out of the water.
0: But isn't that part of the axe sharp too?
1: Not the back. Not not that part. Oh, okay. No, that's that's the back end. No, the only part that's sharp is there and there.
0: They they but he didn't put poison on the axe moron
1: he probably just thought as as
0: as now going through the book uh we will we will find ways that mysterio should have killed spider-man all throughout this issue now yeah hey hex allen how are you buddy
1: while we're reading spider-man yeah you can't expect to save yourself by letting a blade hurl you onto that wall i didn't think you were so naive he's still He's still watching as I knew he'd be. He hasn't allowed me. He had Now, this is where Spider-Man starts to put stuff together. He hasn't allowed me a second to stop and think. Why does he keep throwing everything at me? It's almost as though he's afraid to give me a breathing spell. Now, if I can only learn the reason why. That is a freaking awesome pose. The yeah. top right corner.
0: Yeah. Um. Because if you had a second to breathe your brain might catch up with your breathing and realize, wait a minute. Something. And he does that in a couple of minutes here. So Yeah, yeah.
1: You plan on leave my tunnel? You know, don't worry, little one. The entertainment isn't over yet. And that freaking, like, dragon, snake monster, serpent monster grabs him. Mysterio can't afford to wait. I thought these water serpents were just for show. Um, you know, and of course, it's going to bite him and he webs its head, you know. If if it isn't real, it can't be. It's another Mysterio's tricks, and yet I can't breathe. Real or not, if I don't break its hold, I'm done for. And, of course, this is what's so cool, is no matter how bad it is, Spider-Man always manages to come out. So, he does. Even my life doesn't matter with every little battle. uh, And, I, you know, finally he breaks free. Uh, But there's Mysterio's hand reaching toward me. So, why won't he give me a breather? I got to find out. So he jumps. Hasn't the awesome realization dawned upon you? Aren't you aware how hopeless you are? Can't you see you're doomed? I've reduced you to a human fly speck. And whoever heard of a human fly, of, of a talking fly speck. <laughs> and now here, this is where he's putting it together. You were talking about, yeah. He's confused, you know, Spider-Man realizes Mysterio's acting confused. He didn't expect me to hold out this long. He's hesitating and wondering what to do. This gives me the time I need to figure it out. But if I still don't come up with it that fast, it'll be Mysterio's ball game. When, at that moment, a telephone rings. Is it Peter, Dad? I've been waiting for his call. And here's Captain Stacy. I won't know until I pick it up, dear. Um, sorry, Gwen, it's Robertson. So it's Joe. Joe calls Captain Stacy to find out if he's heard about anything about Spider-Man or Mysterio. And you know, of course, Gwen's like, you know
0: Daddy, get I'm, off the phone. I'm expecting an appointment. Yeah, I'm waiting
1: to call waiting to call from Peter. You know, still haven't heard from Spider-Man or Mysterio. And then Robbie's kid, doesn't his his kid go on to do something else? Does he become yeah. a What's he going to do? Is he a villain?
0: I think at some point he he turns in. He had actually uh taken up working under his dad for a while, but he couldn't stand it. At one point he was Peter's roommate, but Peter had to give that up because it was giving like too many clues away to who he really was. Yeah. That was but, that was like prior to like four hundred though.
1: Yeah, yeah, I dude, I don't have anything past like three thirty or something. Um, I've all you know. What's funny? So, Robbie's talking to damn Captain Stacy, trying to figure it out, and his kid comes in. He's like, "Hey, it's all right. I can come back later if you're uptight, Dad." No, I've always got time to talk with my aunt Spring. My, what's on your mind, man? Uh, man, child, I'm like. All of this is like, you could tell this is 60s li- uh, lingo.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and he's there talking about school and he's you know he doesn't know if he wants to go to school you know, or what he's going to do. So they have the talk about what he's going to do after that. Uh, but speaking of problems, so here's Mysterio like tearing down this damn wall. He's coming after Spider-Man. It's time to end our little charade. I've got to stake everything on the fact that it's all a trick. So Spider-Man finally figures it out. Okay, nah. Okay, big man, I'm through running. No matter how small, I don't buy any of it. It's rigged. Like you use those special Hollywood effects. So you think it's just a phony and he throws a knife at him, which Spider-Man then uses the knife as a freaking, uh, like a catapult. Just mm-hmm. swing himself over mysterio where he finally sees like a a glowing light
0: at the end uh, of the tunnel
1: at the end of, yeah kind of mm-hmm. at the end of the tunnel way off at a like on a not a water station but the top of one of those uh things that swing you around got the yeah, little, uh, one of
0: the rides yeah
1: the rides the chains on it get closer my spices tingles um and of course he rips the top off and he sees mysterios in there no everything was too perfect you can't save yourself now dumbass I am (laughs) yeah trying to vanish in your fast forming fog I did not know this until I read this issue he's got freaking Springs like the frog man on his feet yeah anything anything,
0: yeah anything that be used like a you know defensive weapon how Uh,
1: many how how many characters in Marvel have springs on their feet (laughs) yeah spring your spring uh, toad yeah toad frogman mysterio there's three
0: yeah i remember yeah, how he used maybe, to- maybe on occasion uh the impossible man
1: yes uh spring bottom boots so you could leap away when you're hidden by the smoke well not this time he just you know you know webs him up but you know he's Got a new trick his cape's electrified so it burns off the damn webbing um and spider-man just like wails into him knocks him out and just creams his ass Mm -hmm. you know i'm kind of glad you wore your protective helmet misty it'll give me a chance to really hang one on without pulling my punch so thanks the heat then he burns his damn costume
0: yeah, and, strips uh, him into his lung, guns Yes, and burns the costume because he needed to get rid of all the weapons that were in there.
1: Yep, and then he uh, webs his ass to the damn uh, swing and calls the cops and heads off. You know, he had me worried. Sure looks like there's a demonstration, but at least it does concern. Next issue, Spidey gets involved. Next issue is the super-famous 68, the one with Spider-Man swinging over the crowd of proprietors.
0: Yeah, all the all the protesters and rioters. Yeah,
1: protesters, rioters, Most,
0: mostly peaceful protests. Yes.
1: I don't know. Did you read the book? Uh, no. Uh, that could have been not peaceful. <laughs>
0: Neither was twenty twenty.
1: <laughs> but, uh... dude, this it, it did it read like a. It did read, you know, like a little episode of the '66 series. Just, it's a classic. It was a fast read, mm-hmm. really good. The art was amazing, but oh, I mean, yeah. it was Ramita in his in his prime.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, in his prime. Um. Just absolutely freaking great book. Um. I did enjoy it. I wanted to go back and read '66. Um. But I, you know, I did, and I've been kind of busy. Uh, is Mysterio back now? Didn't they bring him back?
0: Oh, they bring everybody back. I don't I know. I, don't know. I, I haven't read. I started reading, like, ASM again with what was, you know, the new run, uh, which is turned into, like, three runs ago. Where they were doing like all the point one issues and they yeah. had like a big uh, son of Craven story and, and a, a big Blizzard story. And and, well, and I mean, you, all Mamby Pamby. And I was like, forget it. I'm done.
1: Well, you remember that. Was it in uh, was it like Daredevil number seven or eight in the Kevin Smith run? Mm-hmm. Mysterio kills himself. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't remember if he had come back or not. Because they, they even make fun of him. He's like, you know, you're not a very original villain. Hell, you couldn't even take the original way out. You killed yourself. Um, Which, that's a story I recently reread. Uh, Craven's Last Hunt.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And then I saw the Craven trailer and I went. Oh, oh they didn't read a book.
0: Of course they didn't read a book. They're movie execs. They know everything.
1: They didn't read a book
0: except how to how to end the writer strike and uh how to prevent the soon to be actor strike and what they really didn't see coming was the entire Disneyland France cast going on strike while inside of the park
1: Disneyland cast in France
0: in France
1: oh my god well the french strike all the time so
0: yeah. we're going we're, we're not they they stroke all the time too but uh but usually they go they'll they'll go on you know the workers will all go on strike and they'll pick it out in front of the park no they went on strike inside the park because hmm. who wants to be hungry standing outside the park and thirsty when if you're on strike inside the park you just go help yourself
1: yeah You know reading the old books like this this is one of the things that kind of looking at it um and i've told people this before like you read some of the modern books and they'll have how many you know they will be like 10 panels on a page yeah and i mean you know we got three four panels here it's all i don't say it's they're not filling up the page with useless information either Mm -hmm. it's there i mean if he needs more panels ramita's using them but the art you know he can just draw so well um colon is just one of my absolute favorites for that
0: yeah it's like like, three early panels on a page yeah Uh, i mean
1: look this is the most panels in this whole book yep one two three four five six seven panels
0: When now they they like to use, like, and the way, I think in a way they're almost trying to copy, like, Miller's Dark Knight thing, where there were, like, 12 panels on a page.
1: Yeah. But now Miller's Dark Knight, like that, would only have 12 panels on a page, usually during the new new segments. You know, and then, you know, you look at Watchmen that had, was it nine panels per page?
0: Yeah, the nine panel layout. The, ni-
1: the nine panel exactly square layout. Um, that uh, was it Gibbons? Mm hmm. That Gibbons laid out in that. Um, and I'll say to me, that may be harder to draw that small than it is to draw a larger setup like this but then this is also a lot freer you can get you can get those classic spider-man poses you can get classic images like that i mean that's a freaking you know that's a two-thirds page panel and you can get that in a modern comic it would be hard too because you know they you know they want to break that up um
0: they're just not satisfied with anything
1: Uh, well, I mean, the other thing I saw is I read, uh, you were just talking about him a while ago, Sal Busheen was talking about why he stepped down and he didn't draw anymore. Now, this has been years ago when I read it. And he said that a lot of the modern comics now, the writers don't realize that the artists are actually helping plot the book and we lay out how everything should go. And because of that, you know, you've got a lot of modern writers that go, you know, the the scene opens here or this opens here or I want to see the eyes of this and he was talking about you know that that just got on his nerves because there's no absolute creative freedom to draw the book how he wanted to draw it they were telling him how to draw it in every damn panel
0: yeah and and he was like I'm the artist yeah you've already outlined what you basically what you want to see so shut up and let me do my job
1: well and that's the whole thing with the i don't say the Marvel method you know you go back and read it you know Stan would that he'd brainstorm with the artist give him a two-page layout draw it this way you know and that's one of the things that pissed Kirby off draw it this way bring it back to me I'll put the words in it and for the most part it was fine but if the panels didn't lay out quite the way he wanted them to Stan would cut the damn panels up and rearrange them and re-glue them back down. Yep. Which is what pissed Kirby off to no end, And I'm probably pretty sure he never did that to Dick, because Dick would just go off the deep end and probably kill him.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I heard that there's a new, like, uh, Stanley documentary.
1: Yes, it's on... I can't remember the streaming service i was going to say hulu but it may not i don't i don't know if it's hulu now but i saw it and i also saw where i think it was on a facebook it was in one of the groups and it was a facebook post by kirby's grandson Mm -hmm. or something and said the thing about it is that you know stan lee has taken way more credit than he should have yeah for 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 this
0: like the biggest question that i heard everybody asking was uh so in this new documentary does stan actually give jack his his due yeah and i'm like uh well that'd be nice you know that's kind of like the bob kane bill finger thing
1: yeah Well, I mean, but that never never happened. And if Bob Kane was still alive, there's no way that Batman would be be credited today. Batman created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger. It wouldn't have happened. Bob Kane would have said no. That's why, you know, you go back in the 90s. I've got a copy of it in there. The whole, uh, my God, Bob Kane, uh, the Bob Kane biography, Batman and Me. You know, he yeah. doesn't even mention finger. Yeah. Um I I mean, I know Stan took more credit than he should have. There's absolutely no doubt. But the thing that gets me too is Stan had to me, he had such an outgoing personality and was such a I don't say a showman, but he was a barker.
0: Yeah, he was a he, salesman.
1: Yeah, he was a salesman. And that's what he was a,
0: that's what he was there to do
1: yes was to move books and without that salesman it don't matter how good the product is nobody's going to buy it mm-hmm. so i um, mean granny we were talking about
0: this on uh on nerd bacon on luke stone's channel uh they had uh randy zimman was on there because he's he's been in the business for for years and years and years uh and he was like, he was, he was, he was a salesman. He was out beating this when he wasn't in the office, you know, teaming up with somebody on a book to hurry up and get things out. He was, he was pushing, you know, the book sales. Yeah. And getting more and more, you know, to get more and more readers used. But what it was is those spinner racks were made because they would give like, you know, 1% floor space to the periodicals. But they were only allowed so many slots on that rack. Marvel was allowed X amount. DC was allowed X amount. Archie's were allowed X amount. Uh, And like some of the other small presses were allowed, you know, like one or two spots or whatever. Um, And that was per month. That's why uh, at the beginning, Marvel was only doing bi-monthly. So they could, I guess... Stan's thinking was to, if we only get this many spots a month, if we go by monthly and ship them like extra content and and basically double up on the books, like, you know, twice as many Spider-Mans, twice as many X-Men, twice as many Fantastic Fours they'll get into like more hands and have a bigger reach than you will if you're sending books back like every month that you know you know every week they're not selling because you know dc was just dc's always pumped out a lot of books and now they're just trying to keep up with the joneses at marvel and pump out like you know 10 times more and now all their books are just basic they all their all their titles are now miniseries basically
1: to a degree. Yes, on uh, at DC now. I've seen a lot of that lately. The other thing now I've read in the past and I have to I have to hunt it out and see if I could find what book I read it in cuz I've read two or three of these history of Marvel books mm-hmm. and, or history of comics. And yeah. one of the things was I read one time was that Marvel was actually going to go under. Atlas was going to go under before it became Marvel. Yeah. In the early 60s. And they did not have a distributor and stan who was friends with bob kane they used to have lunch he got with him and actually contacted um they got with the dc guys and said hey look we're having problems with our distributor could you help us so dc allowed marvel to send some books through their distributor to go to the spinner racks but it was a limited number of books Mm-hmm. Because of that that's why you had the two title books you'd had Journey into Mystery that had two stories in it you had you know Tales to Astonish that had two stories in it so each book you got two superheroes as opposed to the one you would get from from DC and that's why in 68 it changed and all of a sudden everybody got their own book because the 68 is when Marvel got their own distributor and had gotten away from DC's
0: yeah but even back then they would still team up with DC and do, like, crossovers here and there. Yeah, and now, you know, now that'll never happen again.
1: No, no. But now, the thing about that is the crossovers back then were the, uh, they were the mailing crossovers. You couldn't get them on, on the spinner rack. You had to actually send the money in for them. Mm-hmm. I've got the Spider-Man, Superman crossover. Uh, oh, we the,
0: did, the Treasury Edition, yeah. The
1: Treasury Edition. We did the Wonder Woman, um, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman versus Superman. That that was a Treasury edition, but wasn't a crossover. Uh, they did a Batman versus Hulk, Hulk which is terrible. Uh,
0: why? Batman's always got a plan. That's why the Hulk lost.
1: Oh my God, dude! There's no way in hell the Hulk could have, that Batman could have kicked the Hulk in the stomach and made him breathe in a damn knockout gas. It just wouldn't been Especially happen.
0: Bronze Age Batman, because he was still getting his ass beat all the time. Yeah. Now um, it's like, nobody can lay a hand on me. Why? I'm actually a robot, and nobody can hit me.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> it's so terrible now.
1: But, uh, I, I mean, I want to watch the documentary, um, but I haven't had a chance yet. But, yeah, it's, um, I do. I, I mean, I think, honest to God, you look at it. The the creative forces that were at Marvel at the time were so good, and the fact that Stan had brought them together because he was in the business for so damn long. You think about it. He was the freaking editor in chief of of Timely Atlas back when he was like what seventeen or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, he his first issue is Captain America number three. You know yeah. the only you know. Jack Kirby was there for issue number one. Him and Joe Simon. Uh, and that,
0: that's why, uh, during Marvel in the eighties, uh, when they had teenage Jim Shooter take over his EIC, it was like the Second Coming of Stan.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean that because because he's all I will not say young and full of piss and vinegar, but he's he's there. He's I want to do stuff. Don't tell me we can't do this.
0: Yeah, he was young, dumb, and full of... Well, never mind. Because um, he was he was just like 17. Yeah. Like 16, 17 years old.
1: Well, I think we yeah, we may have talked about that. Yeah, I think he was a little older than that. But yeah, he was super young. I mean, it's like Roy Thomas, the same way. When Thomas come in, um, Stan... I've read that Stan had him you know, kind of try and write the books like him and get that whole, that same continuity flavor, that feel for the way that Stan yeah, wrote the books. Yeah. And when he got the flow down, Stan's like, cool, all right, you take over from here. Um I've, I've got to be kicked up to the upper office. You're the new editor-in-chief, and I'm going to go and sell books and find stuff. And that's how he, you know, he found out, you know, hell, that's how he found out Howard the Duck was a big hit, because he was on a college campus, and everybody's going, you know, Howard the Duck is the greatest comic of all time. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Roy, what the hell is this Howard the Duck book?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I Most, did. Oh, by it, the way, next month uh, Kiss is going to be in the Howard the Duck book. Who's yeah, kids? yeah, who's, who's, who's it's Kiss? A, it's a rock band. They wear makeup. They're popular with the kids. Yeah, they're it'll popular. Lots of it'll sell lots of books. Okay.
1: Um, I did pre-order this month. Talking about the pre-orders. Um. You know Roy Thomas's was alter ego the magazine. Yeah. Okay, they're doing a like triple size special edition for. It's in two months. It comes out because I pre ordered three months ahead. But it is. It's the Stanley issue, the Jack Kirby issue, the Steve Ditka issue, and. There's extra stuff added into it. So it's been... A, it's a reprint of all of those issues plus additional footage that or footage, but additional material. that never made it into the original printings. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interviews, the whole nine yards, about those people and the early creation of Marvel. So that would probably wor- be worth you picking up. You know, um, I think it was the pre-order price was like 15 bucks i think it's like 20 something dollars but it's yeah it's, it's, it's probably yeah. like
0: you know 28 29 bucks
1: yeah it's a it's a big old book but uh it's all three issues in one um so
0: i bet it i bet it says collectors uh i <laughs> collectors like, edition on the on the bottom right corner
1: i'll tell Selective you actually item. I'll tell you what's in it. Hold on, because I know exactly where it was. I just ordered it the other day. I was late this month.
0: Oh, other publisher. Huh? Don't tell the wife.
1: Oh, God. (laughs) Just type in alter ego. Yep. Alter Ego Collector's Items Classics Softcover. Uh by overwhelming demand, Roy Thomas has compiled the material on the founders of the Marvel Bullpen from three sold-out alter ego issues plus over 30 new pages of content. There's a Steve Ditka issue, which is 160 with a rare 60s interview, with a rare 60s Ditka interview by Richard Howell, biographical notes by Nick Capel, Caputo. And a dick Dicka tributes. The Stanley issue 161 with Roy Thomas on his 50 plus year year relationship with Stan, art by Kirby, Dicka, Manley, Everett, Severin, Ramita, plus tributes from pros and fans, and the Jack Kirby issue 170 with Will Murray on Kirby's contributions to Iron Man's Creation, Jack's Captain Marvel, Mr. Scarlet Fawcett work. Jack worked on Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm uh kirby in the 60s fanzines plus stanley and roy thomas on jack whether you miss these or not uh it's a sure thing to be amazing astonishing, fantastic tribute to marvel uh let me put it up here so you can see it window chrome tab
0: there it is
1: there it is you should be able to see it now
0: oh yeah So I go out on a limb. Jax is the one with, with Galactus,
1: dude. And that's from uh, that's actually from Thor. We need to read some more classic Thor, from the 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 freaking Kirby Stanley run. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, yeah, no retail price. No discount. Uh, the discount price is twenty seven dollars. Retail price is 30, 35.95. So thirty six dollars damn but now it's it's you know you've bought alter ego before it's like 70 80 pages it's 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 worth its money
0: that's Um, that's like that's like a regular issue
1: a regular issue and this
0: is a triple issue so this is like 250 some odd pages
1: probably it's it's gonna be a damn book when it shows up yeah um yeah the last one i bought was a couple months ago and it was the all dinosaur issue because it was all uh, freaking uh, Cadillacs and dinosaurs. And then it went off onto all the different dinosaurs that were in comics.
0: It was great. Mm. Um, yeah, there's a, it, there's a couple of old, well, they're old issues now um, for Back Issue Magazine. Yeah. And where they covered the entire wolfman perez run on new Teen titans oh sweet and i'm like yes pictures of dick grayson in the in the disco collar the best costume he ever had
1: see if i can bring it up i'll show you the one i really want
0: uh
1: Is still working. This one. Foom. Yes.
0: The Fourth of July issue.
1: Foom magazine, fan uh, magazine, fifteen. Dude, I cannot get one of these to save my life. It is crazy. Talking about old, old
0: issues. And it's gonna be retardedly expensive
1: yeah it, it is
0: because um these weren't like you know these were like you know minimalistic printings so yeah
1: um but yeah i love the old back issue stuff like that though the the whole teach you uh, you know, history of the comics, talk about the the guys inside. You learn about it. I mean, it, that's just, it's all amazing to me. It's just so much fun. And that's the whole thing. As, you know, as creative as these guys were, at some point we have to realize too, it was a job. I mean, Kirby was a freaking genius. He was a beautiful, amazing artist. He did his own stuff. Nothing looked like him, but it was a job. That's why he could pound out. You know, yeah. freaking 10 issues of damn month, you know, and yeah, today oh you most artists can't even pound out 10 issues a year because <laughs> he had to feed his family. Mm-hmm. So, talking about classic people t- for next week, you ready? All right, we have not read a number one issue, I don't think, here ever.
0: I uh, must have got a little pony.
1: Oh, we did read First Man, no, oh, no. No, My Little Pony. No, no, My Little Pony. My Little Pony going to the glue factory. <laughs> alien. alien. There you go, Alien. If if I could find the Alien from damn uh Darker from World. Heavy Metal, the Stranko. Oh, heavy
0: Metal one, yeah. Was it
1: Stranko or Williamson? That we do that all day long. But talking about classic people, because it's one of my favorite, like number one issues. Daredevil number one by Everett. Let's go. Yeah, Stan Lee and Bill Everett. Daredevil number one with the the only a blind man would make a damn yellow and brown costume to go fight crime in.
0: <laughs> he's not just blind, he's Portuguese too. <laughs> he's Portuguese. Oh my God. All right. Man, I'm not Portuguese. I can say that all right
1: well until then i guess we'll
0: be back i'm gonna go i'm gonna go swing on uh spider-man's uh cvs receipt the right. kitchen and, and go do the din- dinner dishes so. all right man all right uh until next week uh everybody uh have a great week and uh hey read a comic book would you
1: something enjoy it
0: yeah you know, even my little pony, if you swing that way, <laughs> I, I said, play. bump,